This is Estelle Johnson, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. I think we know how this goes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jordan, it is, it's, it's still early. It's, uh, it's not as early as it was going to be, but it's still a little early. I know it's 8 o'clock, but uh, uh, I, I'm only on my second cup of coffee. So um, <laughs> I gauge how early it is based on how many cups of coffee I've had already today. A <laughs> um, few things to talk about today. One of the things I want to talk about just briefly, and I don't know if you have something you want to say on this, but I'll, I'll say a couple words. Stephanie LeBay, um, shortly after we, we released last week's episode, Stephanie LeBay uh, was denied the uh, denied permission to uh, play in the in for the team up in Calgary uh, because she's a woman attempting to play on a men's team, and I'm not going to get into the complex topic of how we intermingle gender and sex across competition and sports, uh, but I will say that I think in general. I think we can all, I, th- I think it's easy to say that if someone does not have a clear physical or mental advantage when they want to compete in a certain league, there should be no reason why they can't. Yep. And I, I think that's clearly the case here, and I don't know if the league is trying to uh, set a precedent so they don't have to make more difficult decisions down the road, or if they really are stubborn and s- don't want a woman playing in their league. Uh, but either way, it's disappointing, yeah. and I, uh, you know, people were making the argument of, oh, what if Neymar wants to play in the NWSL? Well, Neymar's not going to want to play in the NWSL <laughs> because competitors want to compete, and sure, there'll, there'll probably be that ten, you know, there would be t- a ten percent of athletes that take advantage of of opportunities like that, but most athletes want to compete, right? And they want to compete in leagues and in, in, on teams in which they feel like they're competitive uh, and can contribute. And I don't know, do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Or, or Yeah. Okay, go I ahead. I mean, listen, it's not like they made this decision back when she originally announced she wanted to do this. If that had happened, I think I would have had a different kind of reaction to this. But the fact that she made the team... Calgary wanted her on there. It seems like she had a great relationship with the team. She had earned her spot. And then to be denied the right to play, um, it is, it's frustrating. And I know um, a couple of the women from the Canadian hockey team have tried to play for different men's leagues and have also faced backlash from it. But Listen, we have this thing going around uh, the You Can Play project. And it's like, if you can play, you can play. And I don't understand um, why this is happening this way, but <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And I, I wish that she'd be able to just play. But unfortunately, we're in the position that we are. And um, hopefully she can find a team in, in Sweden or other places in Europe to play so that she is not forced to miss out even more yeah yeah uh yeah it'll be interesting interesting to see uh what her next step is but um you know 
very unfortunate that she didn't get, especially because it was it was clear through the way she was wording her departure from the NWSL and her uh, and her getting on the Calgary team that that she she felt like she was in the most control of her career, and to have someone take that away from her in a very unnecessary way uh, is disappointing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right, on to just as frustrating, but. Uh, more uh, relating news. Uh, the spirit fell uh, to Utah t- two to zero. Um, I don't know which which bit of news I was more <laughs> disappointed with, but um, the, I guess I, I, I was. So I didn't get to watch the whole game. I, I watched bits, bits and pieces while I was uh, while I was handling something. But man, that was not the outcome I thought we were going to get. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess you could argue that Diana Matheson, if she chips it that her shot wrong, it's only one zero, and it looks like a a different game. But, um, and I know that we, you know, Utah had talent, um, and that it was only a matter of time before that talent came together. But I did not think, with the current form and with what we'd seen out of the spirit, that um, that it wouldn't have at least been a draw. Um, and so to come away f- from Utah with zero points uh, obviously is frustrating. Um, the starting lineup looked typical. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, something I did not get a chance to see or, or hear, um, Quinn comes in for Houston at the 37th minute. What, did, yeah. did something happen or was that uh, – <clears throat> I didn't I, – I wasn't watching at that point. Yeah, I – so I was watching this game and the Cavs game at the same time. So I'm watching on both screens, and all of a sudden I, I see Quinn come up for Tori, and I'm like, well, that's weird. So I roll back and like five minutes in there, and I can't find anything. And I think it might just be, you know, trying to get a spark in there. Um, you know, there's been talks that, Jim has uh, kind of been tough on the midfield, trying to get the best out of those players, and <clears throat> maybe uh, maybe it was just a performance issue. But nice to see Quinn come back, regardless. Yeah. Uh, always good to see her come back from injury, but hopefully it's nothing serious. And it's like, well, even if it wasn't an injury, that means she probably came out because of form, which isn't great. But at least it's not an injury. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, speaking of coming back, Benini comes in for for Howard uh, for MDH in the sixty third minute. Uh, unfortunately, also did not create a spark. Yeah, um, you know, I they went very offensive in the second half, especially when they went down by uh, a second goal. So yeah, Callie comes uh, in for for Didasco in the eighty first minute. Yeah, same thing. Um, you know, I, I think they were looking for that spark, and it just didn't happen. Um, one of the points that I had said to somebody was, uh, you know, we've been kind of waiting for the Spirit to play their typical road game. Uh, when they go out west, they don't. They historically have not done well. And I think so far this season, we've been treated to two above average performances from the spirit, both in Portland and in Seattle. So uh, as frustrating as it was to, 
to see them lose in this way, it was almost like, well, there, there it's back again. Yeah. Um, I don't, I guess having only probably watched maybe a third of this game when it was happening. And then I watched some highlights and stuff and, um, it's, you know, two shots on goal off of 13 shots. I don't know. You know, I, I didn't obviously see all 13 shots, but I don't know if that's shot selection. I don't know if that's just, uh, just a, you know, just a down game, but, um, Either way, I, I imagine everybody on the team is, is uh, not happy about coming away with zero points from uh, from what seemed like it could have been a great opportunity to get three on the road. Um, but, uh, oh well. Uh, I don't think I have much. Do you have anything else to add to this game? Not really. It doesn't, um, doesn't seem like there's much really coming out of it other than the fact that it was, a, it was an unfortunate performance that didn't uh, yield any points. Yeah, I think uh, just one last thing is, um, in my preview, I had said like the back line needs to step up because the front line for Utah can be very dangerous, and they were starting to gain momentum, and um, nobody paid attention or nobody um, on the team clearly read my preview because they did <laughs> not follow what I said. What are they doing, but, Jordan? Don't they know how to read your stuff before they hit I the know. field? Yeah, but it's just it was interesting. Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we. Taylor Smith had seemed to be going in a in a positive direction. She was improving on her play a lot, and um, then we just see her pass it straight to the center of the field and puts Estelle in a hell of a spot to try and beat um, Diana Matheson to the ball, and she doesn't, and, and unfortunately that led to a goal. But um, other than that, you know, can't complain too much with the back line, I think that they're still still trying to get their feet under them, but I'd really like to um, see Quinn back there, maybe Morgan Profit, but you have to remember that um, DeBray is coming back soon. Yeah. Um, Duke's graduating, uh, I think, this week or next week, so that'll be a much-needed boost here very shortly. So the NWSL Team of the Month for April was announced um, a day or two after um, uh, we released the last episode. And four players from the Spirit made the team. Yeah. Uh, Aubrey Bledsoe, Estelle Johnson, Francisco Ordega, Mallory Pugh. That's significant because the North Carolina Courage, who are in first place and so far ahead you'd swear they already have a playoff berth, also had four players on <clears throat> on that team and going into the going into the game versus Utah it that wouldn't be surprising and then coming out of it it almost it seems a little weird looking that you know you look at the number one team and now the number 17 uh contributing or having the same sort of recognition I don't know if I was really going anywhere with that other than uh that's I think that's huge right I, I think yeah. I think it proves that um that even though we the spirit aren't quite where they are probably points wise that we would think they would be with this amount of talent um the league recognizes and by the league i mean fans players media recognizes that this is a talented team yeah uh something that happened this past weekend the nwsl announced that uh, the championship this year will be in portland i'm so excited <laughs> yeah so 
book your tickets now, uh, or book your plane tickets now. I can't imagine they're on they're on the. Okay, so the tickets for the championship go on sale June seventh. Okay, um, yeah. Hopefully, oh man, what's that, what weekend's that going to be? Oh, September twenty two. That's that's yeah. early, isn't it? Yeah, um, they moved everything up by like a month because of World Cup qualifying that's happens right. in that's October. Right. Yeah, that's right. The league started earlier too. That's right. Okay. Um, great. Well, September 22 is the, uh, is the championship. I'll be in Portland. Tickets go on sale June 7. Uh, I might try to, I tried to make it out to Orlando. Couldn't make that happen. I might see if I can make it out to Portland. I haven't been to Portland since I was like in my, in, I don't want to say how, in a long time. Um, <laughs> it'd be nice to make it back. Something that happened in the league recently, um, I'm not sure if it, when it came out, we may have missed this in, in the last one, but um, Ashlyn Harris not giving any discipline for um, what I thought looked like a clear throwdown. Yeah. I, I, I guess if, if uh, who's she throw down again? Uh, Jody Taylor. Jody Taylor, yeah. Yeah. I guess if Jody Taylor testified that she didn't felt like she was thrown down, then maybe the league is sort has to sort of put their hands in air. Like, okay, I guess maybe it wasn't malicious or didn't feel malicious to the yeah. other player. Um, and that's really that's really what the league is trying to protect against, right? Is is future like they don't want tension yep. between players, right? And so if Jody didn't feel like there was, then maybe that, that's how Ashton gets away with it. But it seemed pretty clear that that arm was around the neck and that Ashlyn gave a motion that actually threw Jody to the ground. Yeah, uh, I think my, yeah, go ahead. my biggest thing with this was just, like, the amount of people that kept excusing it because somebody last year wasn't disciplined for a, a clothesline in the box. And it's like, cool, they both should have been disciplined for it. That doesn't excuse it. That's not how it works. Like, yeah. uh, like the present should be disciplined in the present not based on what has happened in the past and what wasn't disciplined then. Um, we got to take steps to prevent this happening a third time in the future. Yeah. Um, it, exactly. Uh, in, uh, in former spirit uh, news, <laughs> Kleiner finds her, finds her way to Seattle um, and finds a place to play again. Very excited that uh, Alyssa Kleiner gets uh, getting that opportunity. Um, I know that, Spirit fans and the squadron all loved her, and, and we and it's good to see that she's uh, found a place to play again. Yep, for sure. Yeah, that sort of takes care of. Oh, and the, of course, I think this is um, pre-sale tickets. Uh, I think are on sale now, right? For the Audi Field, uh, uh, when the Spirit hosts Portland at Audi Field uh, on August 25th. That's something that's been in development uh, for a while and has finally come to fruition. Uh, the Spirit going to play at the brand new stadium in Southwest DC. I and I, to, let me tell you, I have not made it to a game yet. I am damn sure making it to that <laughs> game. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. I I can't wait. <clears throat> Hopefully, I can get down for it because it is once I'm back at school. But I am looking forward to it. It should be uh should be a great time. Hopefully, a, a different crowd can make it to it because. I know that it's hard for people that are in uh, in Virginia to get over to a lot of the games at the Plex, so hopefully this draws on that crowd a little bit. So the Spirit go into North Carolina this weekend, and 
I don't I don't quite know how to feel about it um, <laughs> because I I North Carolina uh, is kind of looking like they can't lose um, and partially because they haven't yet. Um, Zerboni is playing fantastic. Um, and the rest of that team, I feel like, I feel like every week, uh, there's someone from the courage that is making highlights or is being, uh, you know, not, uh, considered, uh, Zerboni has been player of the week twice now. Um, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. Even as an optimist, um, I, I think this is a. This is. I think the Spirit are going to come away with zero points again. Um, yeah. I just can't. Even even if even if they played similar to the way they did in Portland, um, I just I don't see. If they come away with a point, that's huge. I think. Yeah. Any other um, thoughts? I think that like if you look at how they've progressed since the uh, first preseason game against the Courage, then to the game that they played at the Plex against them a couple weeks ago, um, that was a drastic change between those two games. Um, you go from a three nothing shutout to a four two loss. Um, you know they still lost both games, but I think you saw a much better team the second time around. Yep. Now, uh, the thing that I think will be interesting to keep an eye on, the Courage had like 30-plus shots against Chicago. Um, only 12 of them were on target. Now, that could work t- one of two ways. Could it's be it's really... O- only 12. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's I mean... More sh- that, that's almost more shots that... Uh, are, that's almost more shots than the Spirit took in Utah. But I mean... When you're taking 30, I think it was 37 shots, uh, and only having 12 on net is not great. So I think that if you're the spirit, you look at that, it's like, well, okay, if we can, they're not necessarily the most accurate team, so if we can play on that, that could be really good for us. Or we're going to have a lot of work cut out for our back line, and the way they played last week against Utah that's a bad sign. Yeah. So it it kind of depends on which North Carolina team shows up, which Spirit team shows up, uh, and you know the squadron's going to be down there. I know they're traveling, so hopefully, like that um, hometown atmosphere feel can really spur the team on. But uh, let's let's wait and see because it could be two very different types of games depending on which teams show up yeah uh i guess one thing to be said that um the courage have um have you know they've won five times lost zero uh tied twice but those ties came at home um i i, I don't know what i i guess that's um you know the the spirit have been have shown they can uh, pull off draws on the road. Um, the courage, uh, I guess, are susceptible to it at home. Um, I I think that there is reason to believe they could come away with a draw if they somehow came away with three points. Um, that'd be huge. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna say I, I think the spirits will definitely. Be, I, I think we saw what will hopefully be one of the more their lower performances of the season already. Um, I think they come back and they find ways to score. I just think the courage will find more ways to score. Um, I'm going 
two two one uh, courage. I'm gonna go uh, three to two. I think the courage also pull it off, but um, I think that we've seen that the spirit can score against this team. Uh, the back line of North Carolina likes to pull up into the play a lot, so uh, that could leave the very fast forwards of the spirit to get in behind the back line. Um, but I think this game will be won or lost in the midfield and the way that McCall Jaboni has been playing and Sam Mewis is back. I, I think it, the advantage goes to the courage. What's nice about this though, the spirit will come back and uh, they'll have a two game homestand in which they play Portland who they're familiar, who they've played already and shown that they can compete with. And then sky blue, who is still struggling for a win. Um, so if the spirit even can come away with one point, they can come back to uh, come back home and and find a way to get points uh, bef- um, still early on in the season. Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. Should be fun. All right, uh, Patreon.com slash Follow Your Spirit is a way that you can uh, support the show. Uh, Jordan, you put po- you post your spirit small talk audio there, and uh, the only way that people can hear that is by. Um, being a Patreon uh, pledger, the the first shirt has been sent to the designer. We're we're looking on doing a uh, when I root shirt uh, that will have a classic design and then hopefully also a pride design. Um, and we're hoping that those will be ready for order before the end of the month, so that way the home game against uh, I think it's Seattle on June 16 will will be sort of the unofficial. Uh, official Pride Night uh, that the squadron are help uh, are going to help lead up, and we're hoping to have the shirts ready and delivered by then, so people uh, people can rock them there. Um, I think that's it, Jordan. Any any other, any other thoughts? No, nope, that's, that's it for me. That's it for me too. Uh, we we suffered plenty of technology technology problems this morning. Uh, it. Um, uh, and my and the coffee has not caught up to my brain yet, so words are difficult. So we'll wrap it up here. Jordan, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. See you then. Okay.